What's up, y'all? Welcome back into the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. Tanner Demling here with y'all. As always, coming to y'all here, 9.30 on Tuesday night. Uh, we just recapped, or just wrapped up, I should say, a uh, pretty interesting Tuesday slate that we'll get to here in just a second. As Princeton is finishing their game up here against Marist, up 18 to 6. Midway through the fourth, you had Yale take the 22 to 15 win over Boston U. And uh, Stony Brook gets the 14 to 13 victory over. Dartmouth, a heavy Ivy League, the, the biggest midweek Ivy League slate we've had, and uh, looks as of right now pretty certain that um, the Ivy League is going to go two and one on the day. Uh, the, the biggest surprise here, um, and I'm not going to spend a ton of time talking about these games because we do want to get to some bracketology here, but. The uh, biggest surprise and kind of highlighter of the day is the 22-15 to win uh, Yale over Boston U. I mean, this I, I thought this was going to be a really close game. Um, I thought Yale was going to win it. And, like, that's what we got for, for really the first quarter. Um, neither defense played well in that first period. I think Paquette and that. Yale defense did step up late in that first in the first period, but for the most part, it was an offensive showcase. It's a seven to five lead for Yale at the end of the first quarter, um, but then Yale closes out the first half on a fifteen to one run, um, and really starting there, you know, they end the first quarter on I think it was a three goal run, and they. You know, rolled that into a fifteen to one run to end the half. Um, I mean, and 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 take the eighteen to six lead. You know, you saw Yale with, <clears throat> you know, Bragg gets the first two of the game, one off a feed from Brandau, and then you know Bragg feeds uh, Leo Johnson for a score. With 901 remaining, uh, you then had Johnson finding Bragg uh, on on that pass back up top, and, and Johnson was playing there at X um, there for a portion of this game. Um, he finds him there, and then you find uh, Brandau there consecutive uh, Brandau on the feed uh, ex- consecutive possessions there tie things all up at five. Uh, that that one frame there. Uh, so yeah, it was a four goal uh, run to end the quarter, of the first period for Yale. Um, and, and Thomas Bragg played a big part in that. Um, I thought this was probably one of his better games of the season uh, that we've seen from him. Really, you know, had a hat trick, two goals, and really, you know, all three of those goals came very similarly. Uh, just those outside rips, lefty rips that that he loves to 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 get up there 
and be able uh, to score. He loves getting those opportunities. Um, and then Chris Lyons, uh, you, you know, comes out here with really his biggest game of, of his career so far, the freshman. Six goals, one assist in this one. He had seven. Leo Johnson had seven. Four goals, three assists. Matt Brandau, three goals, six assists. Uh, that's no surprise there. Brandau's been doing that all year, uh, having a nine-point, uh, career-high nine-point uh, performance uh, for Brandau there. Uh, Johnson and Chris Lyons with seven. Thomas Bragg with five. Really, that quartet there. Uh, looking really, really good against this Boston U defense, able to get them out of rotation, poke holes wherever they can in that defense, and they did just that, and they did a fantastic job of it there. Um, and, and Boston U really had no answer. Um, they won the second half 9-4, to four, but no comeback was going to come to fruition uh, by that point. Uh, Nicholas Ramsey... Uh, 51% at, at the dot for the Elis. Uh, he played well uh, there against Connor Calderon. Um, when you look at on the so, so Paquette, nine saves uh, in the 36 minutes he played. Seven of those during that second period. Uh, Chris Fake with three ground balls and two cross turnovers. Now, to Boston U, um, when you look at that first period, I thought that they did a really good job. Um, I think I had said on Sunday's podcast, you know, this game is going to be the uh, battle of the battle of the dogs, the the battle of the ten man ride, and um, obviously two top top twenty five teams, two top fifteen teams going at it here uh, from New England, and you know you, both these teams love to implement that ten man ride when they can. And um, look, the, the ride, I thought Boston, you did a really good job early on. Um, just as I mentioned, Yale, being able to get that Boston U defense, which I've said before, I think is probably the most, you're looking at athleticism, size, and speed, probably all put together is probably the best defense in the Patriot League when you look at those three factors. Um, they were able to get them out of rotation, out of sync multiple times to be able to get those looks up top, get those looks on the wings, get those shots, get inside. Uh, they were able to do that. Um, now, Boston U, on the other hand, in transition, they got a lot of transition opportunities in that first quarter um, where they were able to expose the 10-man ride uh, or just the ride in general. Um for Yale, and there was one play I think was really indicative of that, where Paquette tries to jump the pass, Paquette being the goalie, Yale's goalie, tries to jump the pass, and that backfires, obviously. He's out of the cage. Um, I can't remember who it was, but the Boston U defensive player just rolls right off of him and puts it in open netter uh, easy. Uh, so, so, you know, they were able to do some things like that. But once Yale took control, and, you know, Yale did it more so by their, their six-on-six offense, their half-field sets. They did it much more like, uh, you know, by that than Boston U did early on 
in transition and getting out and running. Once Yale took control, it, it was kind of a no looking back as you know the Bulldogs get the big 22 to 15 win and uh, Yale up next uh, will be Dartmouth. And then what does the rest of the schedule look like? They have Dartmouth on Saturday, then they're at Brown. They have two more non-conference games against Albany and Quinnipiac. And then you have that Harvard game on April 30th to end the season, a regular season uh, there. And uh, speaking of Dartmouth, who will play Yale on Saturday, uh, they took a loss in at home on Tuesday as well to Stony Brook, 14-13. to 13. Uh, This is a game that actually was, I thought, was closer than it looked. Um, look, Yale's uh, uh, Dartmouth was down 13 to 8 with uh, you know, just over four minutes remaining. But the Big Green were able to kind of you know find their mojo once again, and they end the contest on a 5 1 run that features three goals. Colin McGill, uh, there, however, you see Mike McCannell kind of you know is a 5 to 1 run, it's not a 5 0 run. Uh, reason being, Mike McCannell gets one for Stony Brook to kind of stop the bleeding and give them a little bit more of a cushion there. And, uh, you know, if he doesn't score that goal, that final McGill score likely ties things up. And then, you know, Cal- Coach Callahan calls that timeout with, there's like one, uh, 105 remaining, or no, 120 remaining. And uh, they drop a play. Matt Paul gets a shot off with just over a minute left. Uh, it's blocked. Uh, Doug, uh, Stony Brook picks up the ground ball, runs the clock out. Uh, there, I believe they did get a shot off though. Um, no, they clear the ball, get a shot off, whatever, um, and, and, and they get the win there. Um, but I mean, look, this was a, a really good game for for Stony Brook. Their offense, three goals, two assists for Kevin Mack. He leads the way. He led the way there for them with five points. And this is a SeaWolves offense that was able to get going late in that first quarter. And um, look, they they in the first half with four straight. It digs them out of a five-three hole. Dartmouth had been kind of pushing the issue early on. Got some really good opportunities early in this game. They get up 5-3. Stony Brook is able to find themselves. They gather, and they ultimately succeed. They go on a big run there. I think it was like uh, they, they took a 7-5 lead at half, and um, they go on, was it 6-2 or whatever run it was. Um, there through the second, uh, through the third period, um, really just kind of take control of this game. So uh, Stony Brook gets that win there. Um, and, and that's a win, you know, heading into Bracketology here in a second. That's a one that I thought maybe uh, could have been better for, um, you know, for Stony Brook. However, when you look at, you know, because they're not in this, they're not in this in the uh America East, and when you look at what they 
were able to do um, early on this season. You thought maybe, okay, they could play their win, way in. Uh, but they're 5-4 and four right now. Uh, you know, all hope is lost for them, uh, essentially, is of, of getting a postseason bid. Um, but uh, still a good one there for the Gordy, Anthony Gordy and the Stony Rook Seawolves. They will play NJIT on Saturday in uh, their second, actually third, uh, America East game of the season. 